Oh, this you never went back to Idaho. Idaho. Or Iowa. Idaho. Idaho. Idaho, you know. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. With my boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. And welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm your brother Wally, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by Integrity, because the guy on my right has been wanting to get on for a minute. And we finally, finally got done, probably like a year after the request was made. So. Yeah. Little introduction here. This is my homeboy, Khalifa. You go by Khalifa or Mo? Niggas just call you Khalifa. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah. So, you know, you can call him Khalifa, but big homie from uh, back in the day. Me and him got about 15 years of history together. Um, a fellow Sudanese and got a lot to offer on, on on this episode. So, appreciate you for joining, bro. Thanks for having hell me. Yeah, sir. Appreciate yeah, y'all. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, we were saving this topic pre-production so we can get your, like, organic thoughts. So, fresh reaction, bro. As the only Ravens fan that I know, how do you feel about the Chiefs lifting up that Super Bowl trophy? Honestly, bro, I'm I'm mad as fuck. <laughs> it's like it's funny because it's uh, I used to like like Patrick Mahomes. I remember when he used to be like you know on the come up, yeah, and like everybody was like, and I was cheering him on, and I loved it because it was like a black quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. winning Super Bowls and stuff. And now that he like beat my team, it's like, but his mom ain't black. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like weird. It's like weird seeing like someone become the villain because like I was I got into football like a little after Brady. Yeah. So Brady was always that fucking like that villain that I always hated and loved watching get beat that always won. So yeah. So that's that's how I feel. The the Patriots are in the same division as as the Ravens, bro. No, no. The Patriots are in the AFC East. Okay. East and the Ravens are uh, AFC North. Yeah. But damn, AFC was ran by Brady. Now it's gonna be ran by fucking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. uh, The AFC's like. They have all the quarterbacks. Yeah, three out of season. six is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Three it's another dynasty. It's cool, though. It's cool to watch, though. Like, seeing history. It is. Like, the Chiefs, to me, are kind of like the Warriors of the NFL. We're kind of seeing it like Mahomes is... We've never seen, like, anybody as good as him, like, in the modern yeah. era. It's kind of like equivalent to, like, a step. And it's, like, kind of scary as you get older, too. Yeah. It's like, God, these, these guys are low-key better than my idols growing up. You know? <laughs> the thing is, like, I think Kelsey turns, like, 35 this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelsey's old. Like, the fact that he's still going and still playing as good as he is while pushing 35 is good. Because for perspective, like, Gronk is the same exact age as him. Yeah. And Gronk has been retired for how many years? Shift. Two, three. Yeah. yeah. Two, but but Gronk is like, he's like, he was a lot more active. Like, he took so many hits. He did. Like, he got, he got like, injured a lot. And he takes like the, he takes, he takes like the throws over the middle. And you got to think how many deep playoff runs Gronk's had. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You talk about yeah. consecutive years and just extra four or five games yeah. in the postseason. And Kelsey only got on, really got on until Mahomes came. He had some success with Alex Smith, but not as much. How long has Kelsey been in the league? Shit. Uh, like, as long as Gronk, I think. Like, I think 12. 12. Oh, like, damn. Yeah, 12. maybe, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think his older brother has been in it for a minute, too, since, like, 2010. So, it's 14 years. So, yeah, probably 11. I think you're right. What do you guys think of the Super Bowl? What do you guys think of the of the champs? I mean, it was it was fun for me to watch because I didn't, I had no dog in the fight, so I was watching as a neutral fan. But it was funny seeing all the hate that Niner fans were getting. Oh yeah, because you know you live in a NorCal, bro. You just see Niner fans everywhere. But um, honestly, bro, I like watching their team. Like McCaffrey is low key one of my favorite players, so yeah. I was rooting for the Niners because I just wanted to see McCaffrey win a ring. Because to me, he's the best running back in the league. What, what do you think about that? What do you think about a white running back being the best running back in the league? 
it's, it's, with it's, the position it's, that's predominantly black. It's crazy. Like this is honestly the first time I'm watching like a white running back. Yeah. Really run shit. Like when was yeah. when was the last good white running back? Has the NFL ever had him? I don't even remember. With swag like this, I no, can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. And like he's literally like dominant. And bro, I remember him. He um he played for like Stanford, I think. Yeah. And he fucking he murdered Iowa. Like it was so bad. Like every time he touched the ball, it was a touchdown. You still be watching the Iowa games? This was like back in the day, like oh, before okay. he got drafted. Yeah. Like you know, I don't watch Iowa games anymore. But it was like on, and it was like random, and I was like, oh, Iowa, yeah, they're gonna win. Nope. And <laughs> hey, that's the thing about college football too. Like college football, a lot of these, bro, good, yeah. a lot of these blowouts be crazy. Yeah, yeah you know definitely. what I mean? Because it's it's all offense all the time. Yeah. Well, the NFL's turning like that too. The Dolphins put put like people they, just they, getting they put like a seventy burger on the on the um, yeah the Dolphins, Dolphins put on the down Denver. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That's crazy. Seventy. That was this year, right, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that in NFL NFL score, like an NBA score. Bro. That looked like Madden. So. I mean, we could use that to transition into the next topic. I mean, you played football, obviously. Um, I mean, I know, but the, the viewers don't know. So I started playing in uh, in seventh grade. Um, there was like a heavyweight team and a lightweight team. I was on I was on the lightweight team. I was a little small back then. Uh, I played all the way through my junior year, and then I didn't play till I was like nineteen. I joined uh, the junior college football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I did get like a couple of scholarship offers, um, but they weren't like anything like too attractive. So I decided yeah. to like hang up my cleats. Um, but yeah, um, how I got in, how I got into football was like my brother, my brother played it. And then um, I wanted to do everything he did. And, you know, uh, just when I started watching the NFL, I just loved the fucking the physicality of it. Yeah. You know, like I, I was a very physical. I was a bully. Yeah. growing up you know what i'm saying I like, yeah. I like and it was like really cool because like if you just hit people yeah. like, and, and be like congratulated for it you know <laughs> it's awesome and then like uh when the and then ray lewis really like when i watched him play i was like damn i love how he play i love how physically physical he is i want to like you know do yeah. it like that and all, honestly like it taught me like a lot about life like if you want something right. like you got to like really fucking go for it and like you got to force it and you got to make it happen for yourself you yeah. can't just like expect shit to come to you yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's, then I feel like that's team sports in general, bro. Like yeah, if you're just a part of a team sport, like you get, I think a head start in life. If you're like taking it semi-seriously as like a teenager, because out of like a lot of the intangible things, like overcoming adversity, how to respond when things don't go your way, how to manage your emotions. Yeah. Th- those are things that teenagers and kids like don't have in their life. And I could speak from personal experience, bro. A lot of those things that I just named, I didn't really like incorporate into my life or learn until I was well into my twenties. Right. You know, right. whereas if I played like real serious organized sports, like those values would have been drilled in me a lot early. That's true. Yeah. 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 So when you played at the junior college, that was here locally. In, in, in yeah. That was at, that was at, uh, that was at MPC. Yeah. So, and, yeah, and, and one, one, hold on. One thing I want to also say real quick, it's like, uh, you were, you were right about, um, like how, uh, like all the things you learn when you're like in a, when you're in a team sport and also it kind of teaches you how to like actually take something seriously. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It te- teaches you kind of like a sense of urgency, you know? Cause like, you know, they how, you know how they say like football is like a game of inches, like yeah. every, like that's life, you know, yeah. life's a game of inches. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if you fuck up once here, that's going to fuck you up there. If you fuck up once here, it's going to fuck you up there, you know? And like, just for me, you know what I'm saying? Like I have to like put in like a, like a, like if I want to, and if I want something that's like truly worth having, I got to put in a lot of work. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I played for the, I played for the junior college, um, for about two years. So like for just for some context here, how me and you met was in high school, right? You was a senior, I was a freshman. And at the time you had moved from, uh, Iowa, right? You, you, you played high school football in Iowa and then that got interrupted. Right. Oh, yeah. Cause you said you spent some time in Sudan. Great segue. <laughs> How much time did you spend in Sudan? So, uh, I think I should talk about the reason why I was uh, sent to Sudan. Feel free. Okay. So, um, my junior year, I got caught. Um, uh, well, I, that's not the whole of it. So, you know, we're, we're Sudanese, you know, yeah. what, what uh, ethnicity are you? I'm Indian. Indian. Okay. South so you probably, so you probably completely understand this. So like our, like our parents politically are like Democrats, but. Real, ter- they're, they're, they're pretty much traditional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're pretty much cons- like traditional conservatives, really. Like that's how they view, like, uh, that's how they like view life and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Very traditional. Like, so w- when I was, uh, 16, I was doing like regular, like 16 year old shit. You yeah. Know? Like I had a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like I was drinking, smoking. And, you know, my parents didn't like really like that shit. But then you were like, you were, they were, they were pretty like, you know, understanding for my age. Yeah. But then the straw that broke the camel's back was uh, I got caught uh, selling Adderall at school um, and then I got suspended for 20 days. And, yeah. you know, my parents didn't like that shit. Yeah. And they like said they had to like send they thought they had to send me to Sudan for like six or seven months. Yeah. So my junior year, uh, I was sent to Sudan for for like six or seven months. And I that's when I came to California after that. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's funny because all oh, this, you never went back to Idaho. Iowa. Yeah. Or Iowa. Idaho. Idaho. Idaho, you know. That's crazy. That means like your entire, like all your friends, everybody, like they just boom. Nah, you going over here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you got thought. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a cold. That's shock. a wild ass experience, bro. How was it those six months out there? Uh dude, it was fucking it was it was it was pretty good for the most part. I think I thought it was whack because I wanted to make it in the, whack. In the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hated it. Like, I was, I was 17. Yeah, you were 16. 16. Yeah. 16 you just got kid. ripped away from your world. Yeah, my girl, my girl, bro. Like, man, I was horny as fuck. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was fucking whack. There was no weed out there, bro. It was fucking, it was stupid as fuck. And, like, honestly, like, the worst thing is, like, I did learn a lot, like, but I didn't like stop smoking or anything. Like it didn't achieve the goal that my parents it, wanted. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, any, <laughs> in it, did you think like, damn, this might be permanent? Like, nah, nah. You, nah. you knew at some point you go. We back. were citizens. Like we just got citizenship. Like I, like I know we ain't staying here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were with you back there. Yeah, my mom and my sister was, and then my my dad and my brother were over here. That's another reason why I knew we weren't staying there. Damn, okay, okay. That's I why you was there by yourself. That'd be different. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's still whack. the same shit, but like... Yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah, it'd be whack either way. On some military school shit. Like, it's funny because in Sudanese, like, American society, that's the standard. Like, if a parent feels like their child is not acting the way they <laughs> feel they should act, you know what I mean? Or not, like, listening to everything or whatever. They, like, 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 <laughs> so they ship you off to Sudan here and get some military training. But... Everybody that I've known that has went there and came back and has said like this was kind of pointless. It's pointless, but it's I'm not gonna lie, it's like really chill. But you got to be like mature adult to like yeah. appreciate it to appreciate yeah. what yeah, exactly because when you're a teenager, you just go there, you see shitty third world countries. You just want to have fun. You have like yeah. a low attention span. Like you, you appreciate really appreciate it more now. Like yeah, yeah back yeah. at it. Yeah, but and when I went later on in life, I liked it more. Yeah, yeah. when okay. it was like yeah, when it was under my terms too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I wanted to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I knew I was coming back. <laughs> but truth be told, bro, like, I, 
prayers to Sudan. You know, they're going through a lot right now. Um, there is no Sudan right now. It, it's collapsing, to be honest. Um, we don't need to go into a whole history lesson. But, yeah. you know, I, I've never spent more than two months out there. You know, like even going back as an adult, I spend like two, three weeks out there. I see the value in it. I see my family. I catch up with everybody. But I'm like, dude, if I stay here for another two weeks, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine being there for for seven months. And you feel cause guilty because they're like the greatest people. They're like, bro, they're, like, so, they're so nice. And they treat like, you like a king over there, especially like yeah. if you're with your family and everything. Like yeah. everybody's hospitable. Everybody, you know, yeah. is easy to start a conversation with. But just the quality of life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like growing up in America, you just feel like a shit. I need to get some Wi-Fi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, it's literally that. Like, you need to scroll Twitter. It's not refreshing. But that's crazy. Um, would you say that experience has 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 shaped you like into adulthood? Did you see like ways that now, where it's like certain behaviors, certain things you think, or certain ways you act, you can tie back to that experience and like the adversity of it, or not really? Um. It, yeah, I do. Cause like it's, it's, it helped me navigate somewhere where I'm like, I'm unfamiliar. And, yeah. and you probably have to do that sometime in life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I traveled for work like for the first time and like it was a little easier because like I already, I would have already like kind of been alone and been a place where I didn't like, where I'm unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't like, I knew Arabic, but not that well. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. So yeah, I think, I think it helped me out a little bit. Yeah. And, like I'm, I'm glad it happened, you know? Yeah, I feel you, bro. That's a big one. You might yeah. you might be able to speak to this too, but what he just mentioned, like being in a new environment and having to essentially adapt. Yeah. I've noticed that in my life too. I think it's benefited me because what's the word for it? Like if you're in different environments, say you jump from one job to a new job or you jump from different social situations, you're yeah. more like malleable. You're more right. able to like adapt to circumstances and you come off as more... I guess socially aware, polished, and like you behave different around different groups of people. And I don't know about like you, but do you think that experience of you going back home, like when you were a kid, has kind of facilitated? Oh, 100%, bro. Because it's just one of those, like, it it always felt like you got different faces. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just different because it's because it's different cultures. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just navigate in different cultures as a kid. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, you know, it's something I realized, too, in, in Sudan, um, like, I don't know, like people have like different cultures, but socially, it's like kind of the same. Like there's lame people, there's cool people. Yeah. And it's kind of weird how like they're cool in that way. And but they're cool, just like the people in the U.S. in their way. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. It's not going to be equipped. It's weird. You know but, I mean? it, but like in, in like, I think like, like cool people here, the cool people there would probably get along if they like, if, there was no if they understood theory. each other, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah just the vibes, yeah. the energy that yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. gives off is just like, doesn't need a yeah. language, I guess. Charisma is universal. Charisma is yeah. universal. That's the thing I've noticed too. Like a lot of, not the two our own people, but a lot of Sudanese people have, are like charismatic people. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, because. That's what's up. <laughs> I mean, us like, and other surrounding countries, like, like Arab culture too specifically in like a lot of Muslim countries, like they emphasize a lot of family time and extend like extended family exposure, like when you're a kid. So that helps your social development as you get older. And I don't know, not, not, not the brand or nothing like so these people are the most socially aware people, but I feel like that has something to do with it. I don't think, I don't think necessarily socially aware has to do with charisma, right? Nah. 
You know, I think I don't know. Charisma is one of those things where you can't like really you pin just, it on. You can't really pin it on genetics. It is very yeah, 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 but it's like the, it's like an intangible that some people just have. It. Like, yeah, it's yeah. You see it with like somebody walks in a room, they got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it, it doesn't, it's not like color based, race based. It's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, you're just you're either having based. Either have it or you don't, honestly. Literally. Yeah. yeah. But in other words, nigga, you're wrong. You're off base. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That's like, but damn, bro. I keep seeing that right there. What is that? Oh, no. It's just, uh, um, I uh, bought it from Sudan a long time ago and a piece of it broke off. And now I use it as like an um, incense holder. Looks like he's holding like a sword when you light it. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the statue in the middle? No, I was talking about the certificate. Oh, certificate? No, it's just like some random certificate. I got. I didn't know where to put it, so I put it there. But the two plaques there are from football. One of them is for uh, the captain, and one of them is for most improved player. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who you think is going to be the most improved player in the NBA season this year? Oh man, I ain't gonna lie. I don't follow the NBA like that. At least until playoffs. But that dude from the Spurs. That kid from the Spurs. Kelvin Johnson? Well, yeah, Benyama. that tall kid. Wambanyama. Yeah, Wambanyama. He's, he's a rookie, though. He's probably going to get rookie of the year. I think he's he's, he's doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm a Spurs. The Spurs are my favorite team. Yeah. That's, That's why you have been following, because they're fucking... Tim Duncan. Fun. Tim Duncan guy. Yeah. Okay. You can look, you look at the hoop like Tim Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, like that makes sense. The easy hoops, bro. Like we said, one friend of the pod or one appearance on the pod makes you a friend of the show forever, bro. For sure. So... I mean, before we before we sign off, have you got anything you want to plug to the people? Um, nothing. Where can they find you on Twitter or so or uh, Instagram? Yeah, find me on uh, um, find me on YouTube. It's a uh, head on a swivel, uh, head underscore swivel, uh, right there, and you'll see some of my reactions, and hopefully you'll see more content from me. You guys have a dope. This is this is really dope setup, man. You guys hey. really know what you're doing, man. Hey, I'm honored to be on here. Hey. Appreciate you yeah. supporting the show, man. And I'm glad we finally got you on, the- Ronnie. Right, Ronnie. Yes, Ronnie. Yeah, hell yeah. So, yes, sir, on behalf of the Two Point Podcast, it's your brother Waleed. And it's Ronnie. And we are signing out.